<sighs> how are you? I'm good. I've I've had a strange week. Strange how? I don't think strange in any ways that are at all interesting to listeners. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. So we're we just going to leave that hanging like a fart in a lift. <laughs> oh god, I used to do that in uh, as a teenager at, at school. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. I've had, uh, I've had some quite uh, middle-aged moments. Uh, not that this is what the podcast is about, of course, just in case my sister is listening, who said to me the other day, you know, you both sometimes just don't talk about anything. Um, well, I mean, that's true. <laughs> but I, I, why, why is this coming as a shock to her? I don't Susan, know. Susan, have you been listening? I, I think she has. And um, if she's been listening long enough, she would have uh, figured that one out. <laughs> but it wasn't I don't think she was accusing us of anything It was um, more a reflection Yeah, oh, and nor was it what? feedback uh, Oh, thank goodness But yes, I, uh, yeah, I had a funny moment in a store, in a shop When um, a, a, young, a young woman was serving me And she was great Like she was really um, attentive And all the things that you would expect a shopkeeper Or would maybe not expect, but hope, hope. And uh, I did something, I think I, I can't quite remember what gesture it was that I did, which I think it was more or less that I was going to get something from the table <laughs> and she turned it into a fist bump. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. And uh, I did feel, I just in that moment, I went, Whoa! Was that a was that a mixture of generation, a mixing of generational signals? If ever there was, uh, yeah. And also, been, were, uh, were you able? To, I have to before we move on. Were you able to transform your hand oh, gesture into totally, a fist bump? In time? Totally, I don't. I'm not even sure she noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but it did occur to me that it's quite possibly the first time I've ever fist bumped. Well, I didn't really fist bump them. They fist bumped me and I kind of adapted. But um, I yeah. think that might have been the first time I've done that particular form of uh, human communication. Maybe with maybe with Finn. Did you pull back and like do the hand explosion thing? <laughs> I, I am so not cool enough for that. <laughs> I don't think it's cool. I know it's not. If somebody is committed to a fist bump, it feels to me wrong to not pull your hand back and then go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the other thing, um, you know, I've just got to. I've just been biking in the cold, but it's amazing how you warm up when yeah, you come inside. Yeah, exactly. So mm. I feel. I'm, hang on, just I'm taking my headphones off. So I can't, I can't hear you right now. Simon can't hear me. I'm taking uh, off my um, clothes. No, the neck. What do you call those neck things? A gaiter. Mm, there's another word. Snood. Snood. Thank you. Wow, you know everything. I got a great message yesterday <laughs> that said, um, <laughs> I need to buy a new iron. <laughs> and since you are the person who knows about gadgets and about clothes, I think you might be the person to ask. <laughs> Was it from someone you know? 
Yeah, it wasn't from a stranger. That would be really odd. Dear Professor Miller, um, I have been observing your LinkedIn profile. I love how you just drop in the professor thing. Any possible moment you can in this podcast. I think I have literally said it twice. (laughs) Exactly. I rest my case. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to say... I don't want to I don't want to point fingers, but it might be that there are some grapes here and they may not be as sweet as they need to be. That's all I'm saying, Simon. That's all I am saying. You're uh, you're uh, you're saying that not it's wrong. It, it's about me. <laughs> I think it might say more about you than it does about yeah, me. I'm it, simply using the title that I have been bestowed uh, appropriately <laughs> and in a timely fashion. I can't believe you use the word bestowed and appropriately in the same sentence whilst talking about your professorship. I mean, I can. Okay, so fish and the other bump. thing was um, just becoming increasingly aware of this sound. <clears throat> so um, <laughs> I'm super aware of it because I have to edit it out an awful lot. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm. I know it's been a while, but uh, just increasingly, it's just um, that older, yeah, older, older sort of lungy, throaty, yeah. What mm-hmm. is it? Do you think I need to reduce the amount of dairy? Like, what is I it about think... middle-aged men that start making that sound? I think it is probably a dairy thing. I think there is. Um, if we were coming at it from a traditional Chinese medicine perspective, it's an overabundance of phlegm in the body, right? Mm. But why do you so, why, why 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 do you not make it when you're younger? It's not like I've increased the amount of dairy in my diet. Or oh, but your body burns through stuff differently, doesn't it? When you're younger than when you're older, so things are just going to sit around more. It's it's like digestion. Yeah, you know. I yeah. I don't remember being as burpy as I am now, <laughs> sort of twenty years ago. Does that make sense? I just, just, I just like, thought maybe you had just more things on your mind 20 years, years ago, so you didn't notice it as much. But now you've got nothing on your mind. and you just. <laughs> I think I probably just, things digest more slowly. I think everything's just, we're just slowing down. Mm. Anybody would think we're middle-aged. So sorry about the having to edit it. I mean, you know, I, I think I'm glad you edit them out. And the oh, funny I, thing about I don't it is mean, I try I don't and restrain them as well. I try, if, oh, I a, don't. if I had a mute button, I'd... Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. What I mean is that there are an awful lot of mouth and throat and sort of oh, sure. uh, sounds that we all both both sure. make. Sure. And the other thing is um, uh, my next door neighbour. I'm just running through a few things here, Lee, before we get mm. to the heart of the matter. Because we do have a topic, especially for you, Susan. Um, I don't know if we do, but anyway, let's... Oh, well, I, I actually do have something I want to talk about. Holy shit. On. So do I. I've got a few things. Um... Holy moly. So yeah. your neighbour... And uh, who my neighbour is, I, I'm going to use the word elderly. Cool. Yeah, I'm always a bit unsure about that now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you many times that my dad refers to people as little old men. Yes, exactly. And I and I have to tell him they're in their sixties, Norman. <laughs> they're they're, your, they're young enough to be your son. So they're reckon, not little old men. Exactly. And I reckon this guy is Norman's age, plus. Oh, so in his eighties. Yeah, and but also not as strong and as um, uh, vibrant as Norman. Norman was up a ladder this morning when I phoned him. I rest my case again. Yeah. I'm resting my case a lot already. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I can't imagine my neighbour being up a ladder. 
but he's also taken to every time I pass him by in the stairwell, I, you know, I do that thing we do, which is to say, how are you? Insert name of neighbor here. And uh, he says, above ground, can't complain. And then he then he proceeds to tell me why he has to say that he's above ground, because when he gets to his age, uh, that's, you know, that's a that's a pretty good outcome. But the thing is, he says it every time. Does he tell you why he's saying it every time? Uh-huh. Oh, sweetheart. That's really beautiful, isn't it? It's, oh. it's really beautiful. And I listen every time and I go, yeah, that's. I think you're right. And it's, uh, it's really, um, I really love it. I love that he says it. I don't mind. I'm, I'm not at all saying that he shouldn't or anything like that. But it's, it's something about the repetition of that very statement, which is um, kind of heartbreaking and kind of beautiful and cute and all those things that uh, we humans are. Yeah. Oh, does he have uh, anybody living with him? No. In fact, the worst thing is his. Um... Oh. We'll just leave it with no. Um, yeah. And are you going to spend Christmas with him? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm the Christmas Grinch, right? Uh huh. All the more reason that you might want to open a little window of your heart and let some love in. <sighs> Yeah, no, I think uh, Lil and I will be uh, celebrating Christmas uh, by ourselves. Okay, fine. Then you don't have to spend it with your next door <laughs> well, also, I think I think he, he's fun. also my neighbour's got family. Ah, right, good. But not doesn't live with him. No, 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 no. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, uh, neighbour, fist bump, uh, clearing your throat. Is there anything else you need to get off the deck before we crack on with the, as you say, heart of the matter for mm. you, Susan? I think I'm. I think yeah. I think the next thing I was thinking about is probably going to be too long for a getting getting off my chest. So you go. Are you sure you don't want to get it off your chest? It's fine. We can just uh, <laughs> we can just spend the whole day talking about nothing. Well, it's not a nothing though. That's what I mean. Get it off. Go. Just do it. Come on, because my my topic can wait, or it can go in a in like a little. I can turn it into a a, a pithy one liner. Well. Well, I don't want you to do that, though. I feel like I... Um... Well, I'm not sure if it's actually... I'm, uh, okay, I'm going to keep yours in, in, the, in the tubes, as it were, and I'm going to give you my... Um... I was in the Netherlands this week. I've been all over the place. In, since last I spoke to you, I've been to Lisbon, London, uh, Amsterdam and Groningen. Um, Grunigen was the place in the Netherlands that I spent the longest. And that's how you, did you figure out that's how you pronounce it? That's that's how you pronounce it, because I made people say it several times to me. Grunigen, Grunigen, not Grongigen, which is what I'd been saying before. Uh, Grunigen. Basically, Uh, like Yeah, it it rhymes with Finnegan, doesn't it? I guess it does, sort of. Anyway, um, I arrived... The day of the polling for their new government, and I know you don't keep on top of the um, the news, so I will tell you, it looks, although it, it's not uh, uh, fully agreed yet, but it looks very like a far-right um, government will be installed, or at least the... Uh, the main, the person who came away with the, the most votes, not enough votes to be decisive, but I think he had thirty-seven seats. Do they form a proportion? Do they have a proportional system in the Netherlands? I didn't look. This is for their national government, right? Their federal. Yeah, yeah this is for their national. Yeah, for the national government. And um, 
Yeah, so it's it's gone far, far right. And this is one of the richest nations in Europe, remember? Hmm. And the story that, of course, is being told, as always, as is always the case, is oh. that your lives will be better when you get rid of the brown people. We are being drained. This is an incredibly rich nation where people are not struggling. And I'm sure there will be people in the Netherlands who will say, excuse me, I am, because there is always poverty. But as a, as, as a per capita representation in Europe, they're doing very well. And here we are, once again, the narrative sliding to the far right. And I was talking to a friend about the sense that we're just all across the world, gently sleepwalking back to the 1930s. And so it's not really a topic of conversation so much a, oh, okay, it looks like everything's going back 100 years. How do you feel about that, Simon? <laughs> and I think maybe, okay, I think maybe the reason I was, I, it was, it was, it was cast into such strong relief for me is I was in this country that is doing really well um, at the same times that I happened to be reading uh, Christopher Isherwood's, um, you know, his Berlin diaries from, uh, from the 1930s that the musical cabaret is based upon. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the Chris, that's the Christopher you're referring to. Yes, yeah, and it was, and um, and this is like kind of a, a very. I think you sang a bit of cabaret last time we talked about that particular musical. Um, I have managed to resist the urge. I mean, the, uh, it must be strong though, mustn't it? I mean, this, yeah. It, it's can you feel it? Been... Like, where do you feel it right now? I was saying to Bob when I got home <laughs> that I don't sing while I'm away because I'm in hotels, I'm on trains, I'm on aeroplanes. So I've done all of the uh, all of the travelly thing and and which is great I, that you've I, learned that you've taught yourself that there are some situations in where in yeah. which it's not appropriate to sing musicals. You, I mean or, or anything. Big, big Today, up, good on you. It wasn't just musicals. Today it was I needed I don't know why but I needed the raspy uh, the raspy caterwaulings of Alanis Morissette to just soothe myself. <clears throat> when does and one was... not need the raspberry what do you what? call them? Ketter. Raspy caterwaulings. Quite Ketter. often I don't need it. But this morning I was standing in the kitchen which, singing which... uninvited <laughs> very loudly. Very could loudly. You, could you sing us a line? Could you sing us a line? No. Oh, Lee Miller. No, 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 no because I, I have to, it really, it's one of those, um, I need to do it in a very, very full-throated way. <clears throat> oh, right. It's so you like have to properly, turn the... I just have to turn the volume up and I have to like really belt yeah, it out. Yeah, so that'd and, get a bit and, hot on the mic, wouldn't it? Oh, I'd st even if I stood back, it would be like, Jesus. Um, and I'm I said really, to Bob, yeah. oh, God, it's, like, it's like I've been holding in a musical fart for the whole week. <laughs> And I just had to let it out. And it had to be loud and long. It had to <laughs> be Alanis. Yeah, I stank the kitchen out. So uh, You stank anyway. it out with Alanis. Just, I did. I'm just a little bit concerned that we're, we're dropping into an episode about nothing. I've got my sister, okay, my sister hovering over well, it now. I have just said I know, that you've I just think dropped a... that the entire world is swinging to the far right and should we be worried, it feels like I'm living through the pages of Christopher Isherwood. Yeah, that doesn't okay. feel like nothing. Okay, okay. So, But I also don't think it's a conversation because I know that you're not up to date with the news, so you're probably no, just no, thinking. No, hmm. but I think, I'm, I think there are two things that come. First of all, hmm. can, can you talk about uh, I don't mean this is a trick question at all either. What is it about that thing 
that feels incredibly important to you? Like, how would you describe, I know maybe you think it's that self-evident or that it's just obvious, but can you talk about why that particular issue is so important to you? I think it's because of the way that the people I were I was talking to in the Netherlands were deeply upset and deeply frustrated, but at the same time, there was a sort of shrug of the shoulders about it. Mm. And it feels a bit like... So, I know you don't watch horror films, um, but I'm going to invoke a scream. Right, which I think I might have seen. Okay. So so you're you're familiar with the or with I saw the, the or I saw the jokey version, <laughs> scary movie, scary or I saw maybe I saw both because I knew when I saw scary movie I knew the references. Yeah, well anyway, Scream was like twenty odd thirty years ago, twenty odd years ago I guess in the nineteen nineties it was made, um, and then there was a couple of years ago I think it was post COVID there was a um, one of those things that isn't a reboot and it isn't a sequel they call it a requel. Oh, I've never heard that term. Hmm. So you you know we watched Suspiria, which was the remake of the nineteen seventy eight version. Yeah, yeah. And we enjoyed it and we talked about it. Well, we didn't Halloween, watch it together. Yeah. No, no, no. But we we both watched it and then we had a conversation about it. Yeah. But Halloween and Scream, these popular horror franchises have revivified themselves. In fact, Texas Chainsaw Massacre did it recently as well. They've revivified themselves by having the an, an, what they call a legacy character or a group of legacy characters interacting with a series of new characters. It, actually, the characters like or the, the original actors? or In most instances, it's the original actors. Um, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it couldn't be the original actor because she died. Um, the the person who played the character Sally, I Sally Hardesty I saw in the that 1970s. Movie. So they, they, they replayed it uh, with, a, with a new performer. But I think probably enough time had gone on and she was only in one of the films such a long time ago. Anyway, there's these requels with legacy characters and new characters. And Scream is one that has, you know, been quite successful and, well, really successful. And they were about to make a Scream 7. And this week, this I was, week, I was, if you, if I'd had to guess, I would have said twelve. But there you go. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I, th- I think, I think uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is around about seven or eight. But it's not I Fast and Halloween. Furious. They're not right up. No, there. no, 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 yeah. no. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth is at twelve. I think Halloween, if you add all of them together, is probably closer to thirteen or fourteen at this point. <laughs> However, this is seven for Scream, and one of the new. <laughs> This is going this is, somewhere. This is, I know, I but it's, like to me, that's more of a problem than the rise of the right wing. The the number of crap movies that are made. Sorry, go. I'm not. I'm One joking. of the yeah, I'll cut that out so you don't sound quite so cloth-eared. Um <laughs> One now of you the... won't because you made a comment about it. <laughs> One of the new. One of the new performers is a woman called Melissa Barrera, a Latina actor. actor. Um, I think she was in uh, a Lin-Manuel Miranda film, not Hamilton, the other one that I don't remember the name of. That's that one was the, uh, ooh, what was it called? Something that was set in Brooklyn, a musical. Yeah, uh, Yeah, that one, that one. Summer, no. uh, Brooklyn Heights, something Heights. Oh, In the Heights, In the Heights. Well done, In the Heights. Thank you very much. So, Melissa Barrera, she was in that, and she was one of the main, if not the main character 
of the um, of the new Scream franchises and Latina actor or Latina X actor, if we want to be non-gendered. Um, and she has been quite vocal on social media about the occupation of Gaza by Israel. Mm-hmm. And she has been on the side of the Gazans. Mm-hmm. Not, to be very clear, on the side of Hamas, on the side of the Gazans. And she has been critical of the idea of, a, of an occupying force. And she she said stuff in tweets that were about... Uh, I mean, if you read it, it's pretty, it's pretty low-key... Pretty low key stuff. It's not. It, it's not inflammatory. Uh, well, it's not very inflammatory, I guess. Really, she's not sort of going from the river to the sea. She she wasn't using that language. She was sort of just talking about. She was talking about what it meant to be um, to be living under an oppressive regime and and those kinds of things. And as a result, she's been sacked from the Scream Seven. Right. And it, it just. I just found myself going. Wow, that's hmm. that really struck me as as a, as a problem. But the the narrative gravity effectively silences a young woman who wants to to take an uh, an alternative position, and she has lost work as a result of it. And the question that you ask about the far right is it feels like it's all part of this same thing where we're sort of being hoovered towards a gentle group think of where we're not interrogating things in quite the way that I would hope we would. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, and the, I think also then there was a little bit of me that was worried about the polarization of media and, and how you have to take a side as opposed to being able to say, gosh, Everything that's happened is awful. I feel really bad for everybody. Mm. Um, I feel bad for all of the, you know, the 4,000 plus children that have died without access to water or fuel or food as a result mm. of mm. the massive bombardment. So there's, there's just, it's like, it, it feels like things are so kind of being stitched t- together on a global landscape. And then the, the sort of the shift towards the far right and the explicit anti-immigration narratives that are, you know, are, are driving those things. And we've just had a, a riots in Dublin, which which look like they might have been informed by um, far-right activists as really? well. Really, there's been riots yeah. in Dublin. Okay. So, yeah. So, so the 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 early the early scuttlebutt is that the 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 unrest that's been happening in Dublin as a result of a, a young boy being stabbed. Um, and people being injured um, has sort of been sort of fomented by by far-right activists. Mm. And it's just, I just find myself being a bit like, oh, we're in that place again where it feels like, uh, yeah. And then I don't, again, I'm, I'm sort of going wildly all over the place, but um, the new... Secretary of State was heard, although he claimed he didn't say this. This is in the UK. Uh, this is in the UK. Uh, was heard saying that uh, somebody from the uh, an MP from the north of England was talking about uh, his his, his uh, constituents having to live in poverty and why why should that be the case? And he was heard saying on the microphone because it's a shithole. Mm. And then he said, "Oh, I didn't say that. I said it's because you're a shit MP." It's like, oh, okay, good fucking recovery, mate. So, <clears throat> anyway, so, so there we go. This is all, that's all, I mean, 
so and that, so that's a, the, the so um, so when I say why is this important to you, which of course again it's not to suggest that it shouldn't be. No, there's uh, not at all in that question. So is, is this something that the feeling of is it is it something about the feeling of uh, I guess it anxiety or um, or fear or like what, it's, what does it's, it where does it where does it come back to because you could I mean I don't I don't think you are this kind of person perhaps I'm more this kind of person than you are which is that's all happening outside of my world of course that's not the case but yeah it's because it the the everything feels febrile everything feels what was the word um. Febrile, like febrile. feverish, febrile, uh, yeah. sort of, you know, it, it, everything just feels that little bit more. Oh. Now, and I, and I think, I think because I'm, I'm old enough to remember people being anxious about the Second World War. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, or the Cold and War. Now we are... Or the Cold War. I mean, even... even well, I, th- I mean... Oh, well, yeah, because we lived yeah. through that. But I yeah. think it was... There was still that sense when I was a kid of of being surrounded by people who had lived experience of it and the kind of the never again narrative. Yes. And it just feels like, oh, now it's 100 years away. It's history. And and I, I'm I'm starting to feel like... I'm starting to feel like a relic if that makes sense it's it's like surely surely people can see that we that we as as a world are 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 sort of drifting back towards this horrifyingly polarized way of being and it just makes me sad because i also think we've made such incredible gains in how we interact with one another and 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 freedoms mm. and opportunities that's all it's because you know um yeah <laughs> I think we've accidentally come to a, a two-parter, um, uh, so I'm really sorry. I know people don't really like the two-parter thing, but um, I, I'm also aware that there's there's the thing that you wanted to talk about, and I don't want us to lose that. So I'm just going to suggest that we crack on because we've we've got way too much for for um, for one episode, um, and there's going to have to be a lot cut out. Whereas if we just have your the thing that you wanted to talk about, we've got two apps. If that's okay, is that okay, Simon? Uh. 